0: Self-care is just doing the small things, going for a walk, uh, hugging a friend, going for coffee on the beach, uh, reading a book because you haven't been reading that. So do the small things, do the things that come for free. Nature and life has given us such an abundant library of experiences and activities and things we can do to take care of ourselves for free. Self-care is for everybody, starting from kids to teenagers, grown grown-ups. It's all about personalities. Mm -hmm. We have introverts, extroverts, ambiverts and lots of other differences. The the beauty of it is each person is unique in its own way. So your self-care practices should be as unique as you are. Please love yourself. If you are a loving person, which I know that you are, uh, the amount of love that you're giving to other people, to other living beings, do that to yourself and see how your life is going to be different
1: wellness is more than just physical health it's your total well-being talk wellness with anjan
2: this episode is powered by soma vedic soma vedic brings the positive elements of nature to your home you no longer have to wait to go to nature to escape the ill effects of electrosmog and to recharge soma vedic is equipped with with precious stones that use their energy to enhance your sleep quality. It also helps to restructure water molecules, which can reduce the amount of free radicals in your body. Book a free consultation for your home with our experts. Email to info at prc-tec.com. Visit somavedic.ae. Soma Somavedic. feel better, live better.
1: Wellness is more than just physical health. It's your total well-being. Find out how to have a healthy, balanced life. Have a healthy body through exercise, nutrition, and engage the world through learning, problem-solving, and creativity. Talk wellness with Anjan.
3: On today's show, I have a mindset and men's coach. She's also a personal development trainer, a keynote speaker, and she has her own podcast called Don't Be a Man About It. And we want to talk about why self-care is not a task. So, I'm very happy to have you on the show. Ray Kobesi. Did I get the pronunciation right? Yes, you did.
0: Thank you, Anjan, for having me on the show.
3: Thanks for joining us, Ray. Thank wh- you. Wh- Why did you choose this topic? Self-care is not a task.
0: It's very common. It's a very common topic, uh, whether it was with my clients or with my friends or even with people that I meet on a daily basis. They think self-care is something has to be huge or mm. a luxury item or maybe I have to schedule that on my calendar. So it's not part of their lifestyles it, while it should be. So I thought that, okay, you know what, let's talk about self-care because it's very important for people to reframe the way they think about it.
3: That's right. I I would think self-care is something that all humans naturally, intuitively have. Like our parents never taught us how to swallow, Mm. right? Mm. Or they never taught us how to chew. And these are things that nobody can teach you. But as biological mammals like we're evolving, so many of these capabilities are innate. And I would have thought self-care is on that list. What are your thoughts on this?
0: We were not taught that self-care is also something we have the right to have. Mm. It's always coming from a place as a reward. Uh, you have to earn your time or your right to practice self-care, which is not the case. So I would say that self-care should be perceived as an investment. It's a holistic investment. Is It's a um, sustainable investment where we have to take care of our mind and body and soul. This is self-care.
3: So I want to talk about your journey, but before that, what is self-care for you?
0: For me, it's a lifestyle. For me, it's a lifestyle. It's it's your identity. It's giving yourself exactly what you need. It doesn't have to feel good all the time, but this is a must. It's a need. So for me, it's a lifestyle. So that's
3: myth number one. Self-care oh, yeah, will we not have plenty of feel myth. good always. A
0: hundred percent. It's it, Self-care is not All the time soothing is not all the time relaxing. Sometimes self-care could be ugly.
3: Like, give me some examples.
0: Like therapy. Like going to therapy. Like facing your fears, your emotions, uh, your trauma, eye to eye, and do something about it. So you have to sit with your pain for for a very short term, a short time. But it's going to pay off and give you the inner peace that you're always after on the long term.
3: Many people don't see therapy as self-care.
0: They don't see it as self-care. It's because of the beliefs, maybe it's because of the culture, maybe because of who are the people they are talking to about therapy. Mm. If people come to you and say, why do you need therapy? Are you a lunatic? Then automatically, you're l- okay, I don't want people to look at me that way. That's right. So you change your, um, your mind. Uh, okay, let me just go have a drink. Let me just go play bowling. I don't know, just hang out with friends. And then what happens, it's going to pile up till years to come until you face something that comes as a wake-up call. Okay, I think, you know what? I'm going to give therapy a try again.
3: So self-care is not just taking long, luxurious bubble baths.
0: 100% no. Self-care is doing the work that will help you become a better version of yourself, which means setting boundaries, learning how to say no and be comfortable with it, doing what's best for you, um, cutting off people from your life because they're just not serving your highest good or your uh your needs self care is going to therapy self care is just not taking responsibilities that are not yours anymore and saying i'm i'm i don't have the capacity for that so self care yes it could be not it could be it can be going to the gym going to the spa traveling staycations of course but Self-care is actually building a life or creating a life that is aligned with your needs and your emotions. So it has to be serving your mind, your heart, your body, everything. This is self-care.
3: Let's now get into your journey.
0: Oh, my journey. Where do you want me to start?
3: (laughs) Wherever you want to start. Let's talk about 2010. 2010.
0: Uh, okay. So 2010 is basically the year that transformed uh, my life, it was a life-changing um, year for me where I lost my dad to suicide. And he was my best friend. And I didn't think that best friends should hide secrets mm. from one another. So it was like a shocking uh, thing for me that why didn't my dad tell me he was depressed? He was pretending everything was fine. So after my Grieve and my healing and my therapy and all of that, it took me like four to five years to get out of, not to get out, but to just...
3: Really finish mourning him. Accept
0: that, okay, he had died by suicide. Life should move on in a very different way.
3: That's what he would have wanted.
0: Exactly. So after that, I was like, okay, I want to do something because there has to be another girl in my situation where she might be losing her dad at this moment because of that what can I do what can I do Mm. and this is where Brazor mental health came into the picture I just wanted to raise awareness on men's mental health especially in the Middle East because the perception of mental health is a total stigma it's a total taboo it's not acceptable we don't talk about these things in our house why not you should so that's basically how it went and um, for me we have to stop gender biased conversations i don't want to keep talking about men's mental health i want to be talking about the well-being for humans you know um so until that day comes your mental health is on. so this men.
3: event is what changed you and helped you understand the importance of self-care
0: everything so in that year thank you for that question on that year i learned what is self-love And what is self-care? Why is it important? How can I change someone's life? Are you serious? By taking care of myself, I can do that? Because I used to be a people pleaser. I used to have emotional abandonment issues, Mm. insecurities. I I didn't know how to say no or set boundaries. I didn't know how to connect with someone or what to say if someone is in in a bad place. I know that I want to support, but I didn't know how. So by looking on my insides, I realized it's... It's all me. I should be doing the work and then it's going to reflect on the outside. So I learned self-love and self-love is not always a beautiful thing because self-love means I have sometimes to cry my heart out and give myself the permission to do that without any guilt or without any remorse. Cry it out and let's start a fresh new start the next day. Talk
1: Wellness with Anjan.
2: This episode is powered by Soma Vedic. Designed to keep your body in a natural environment, boosting regeneration and self-healing. Book a free consultation. Email info at prc-dec.com and visit somavedic.ae.
1: Talk Wellness with Anjan.
0: So Anjan, um, the true essence of self-care is twofold it involves self-knowledge and positive self-talk what does that mean self-knowledge means self-care is not a one-size-fits-all hmm. you have to understand your needs you have to be aware of who you are what does recharge you and what does drain you by doing that y- there has to be a self-care audit
3: check. though it sounds easy it's very difficult for most people no, no, to it's do this. not
0: easy so this is Exactly one of the myths is like self-care is very simple. It's not simple, it's complex. But it's Why
3: would you say that? I would think self-care is so simple that it should not be a task. Isn't that what we're talking about today?
0: 100%. But what I mean by it's not simple, it's a process. It's mm. a long-term thing. It's a daily showing up. You have to show up for yourself so every So it's simple, single day. but you need
3: to be consistent.
0: 100%. It's discipline. It's self-discipline. It's self-control. So, for example, some people go to self-care in a way that I want to have a chocolate cake fine, suit yourself. But having a chocolate cake every single day is not self care anymore. It's It could be self sabotage So that's what I mean by self-care. So self-knowledge is number one thing for people to understand, okay, what does tick for me? What are my emotions? How do I feel about this? After self-knowledge, how do you talk to yourself? Positive self-talk. What is your tone? What is the language and the words you use to yourself? So Those two, once you combine them together, it promotes a proactive approach to self-care. You combine the self-soothing, the relaxation activities, and the resilience building strategies. You put those two together, you got the formula.
3: In the yogic coaching methodologies, we don't encourage positive self-talk, but we discourage negative self-talk, and we encourage realistic self-talk. Because realistic,
0: yes, yes. Okay, 100%, great. So when you say positive, 100%. you mean realistic, realistic. self Because sometimes
3: positive can be so untrue Un- that the mm-hmm. mind, body, spirit and the entire system has no uh, ability to believe it.
0: Yes, realistic could be the word. As long as it's not Negative. causing any... Yes, yes, 100%.
3: Great. Yes. Now, you had some tools for self-care. Yes, self-care I checking. did.
0: <laughs> yes, I have. So, for people who would like to start with self-care, it's it's worth starting from a point to um, identify what should you prioritize. So, that comes from self-knowledge and knowing your needs. So, I... Um, would encourage people to start looking at all the pillars of our health let's go through. so emotional health emotional health means learn the skills how to manage your stress how to uh are you getting enough sleep are you depriving your body from its needs so people come to me yes i do take care of my health by going to the gym uh twice a week great are you eating healthy are you sleeping enough are you drinking drinking the right water 100% see Um, and why are you doing it so sometimes we do the right things for the wrong reasons so these kind of stuff are you seeking therapy are you doing enough um, productivity at work without causing harm to yourself so that's on emotional health intellectual health are you curious enough to learn what's working for you and what's not working for you are you exploring new activities are you doing new hobbies Uh, Are you reading? Are you enhancing your intellectual interests?
3: Are you listening to talk wellness on a regular basis?
0: There you go. (laughs) Physical health, are you exercising? Do you have a balanced nutrition and these kind of uh, activities? Social health, who are you connected to and Mm -hmm. how are they impacting your, your health? I would really encourage people to start... Taking audits, who are we connected to? Do Who do you talk to on a daily basis? Because these people could 100% be affecting your uh, emotional health and right. uh, intellectual health. Financial health, are you taking care of your finances? What are you doing about it? Are you Do you have a budget for your goals and achievements and um, ambitions and all of that? Because some people think that finances are just part of your job no it's also um, a healthy relationship it's energy at the end of the day
3: which is why even on this show we talk about financial wellness and financial well-being because that's a critical part of wellness
0: we all have beliefs about money we all have the relationship with money and the healthier it gets your relationship with it the better and the wealthier you become so how
3: does somebody do this self-audit with all these different um, aspects of health but you had one more after financial health.
0: Yes. So, spiritual health. Do you meditate? Do you do yogas? Do you sit with yourself and just listen to what, what's going on on the inside? It's one of my favorite activities, to be honest, because the, the less chaos you have in your head, the more creative you become, the more uh, energetic you become to create uh, the life you want.
3: So, let's give some practical yeah. tips on how somebody can do all these audits.
0: Oh, so my favorite one would be, how would you treat a friend? If it's not something, so if if that task or that something, you're not okay with doing it with a friend or a six-year-old uh, kid or a stranger, then don't do it to yourself.
3: Give us an example.
0: So, for example, by keep telling ourselves that we're not enough, we're not good enough, no matter what we do, we're not enough. I have to do more. Great. If a friend came to you and said, um, Anjan, today I closed two deals. Really? Just two? You're not enough. So, you're saying if you wouldn't
3: say it to a friend, Mm -hmm. then don't say it to yourself.
0: If you wouldn't say it to a friend, to a stranger, or a six-year-old kid, then don't say it to yourself.
3: Beautiful. Now, this this is concerned with self-talk. What about the other, other aspects?
0: So, there's the energy management audit. So, energy management audit is basically to understand what are the activities that you gain energy from and what are the activities that you are uh, being drained from I love it These two I split them into three areas In our lives So energy is The people you spend time with The habits What what do you do on a daily basis And the places Where do you go To get your energy from mm. um, So these three areas just, just make two lists Okay wait These people are good for my health Awesome I'm going to spend more time with uh, These people I feel weird around them Cut them off um,
3: Though it might sound harsh But that's what you need to do
0: Self-care could be that, exactly that. And um, I speak from experience. Once I let go of the things that are really not good for me, everything changed. Habits. When you wake up in the morning, what is the first thing that you do? If Most of people I know, look at their phones. Mm. Why would you want to open your eyes after a very good sleep and look at the screen? No. For, for example, change that habit. Do something. Listen to music get on the balcony and just look at the skies change your habits and sometimes it's literally just replacing the habits that are unhealthy and not giving value with something better Uh, do you drink coffee the first thing in the morning replace it with lemon water these kind of things places where do you go so where do you get your energy from once you do that, other things, of course, change for you. If you're not able to do that on your own, it's better to, to work with an expert.
3: And you also had a self-talk exercise.
0: Yes. So, so self-talk exercise is basically to look at your critical inner critique because... At the end of the day, there's nothing more draining than our own critical voice, the way we bully ourselves. Mm. So
3: We are the biggest bullies for ourselves. We are the biggest bully. That's what I tell people. Know? No one is judging <laughs> you other than yourself.
0: <laughs> exactly. So how to change that? Be aware. Be attentive. What are you saying to yourself? And when are you saying that to yourself? So by doing that, you learn your triggers. Am I just being critical uh, on myself when my boss comes to me with a feedback Mm. or when my partner comes to me with something? Or when? Once you catch that phrase, it's, okay, how can I make it more compassionate? So for example, um, I'm not good enough. Let's stay on that example. Okay, I did my best today. I can learn from what I have done wrong and tomorrow it's a new day I can do better I can always do better
3: so basically be kinder and more loving to yourself be
0: kind be loving be compassionate at the end of the day Anjan we are being kind to other people so the least that we can do to ourselves is be that because
3: this is the key for self-care
0: because you cannot pour from an empty cup, as cliche as that may sound, but you cannot pour. Maybe you can extend that energy for a bit, like your phone. Please stay with me until I put you on the charger. That's exactly how we function. So right. do not act for self-care as its um, urgency tasks. Do No, prevent it from happening by adding self-care as a daily practice, just like doing any basic task self-care should be that
3: we got
1: some myths to bust also right
3: oh yeah we do
1: talk wellness with Anja
2: this episode is powered by Soma Vedic designed to keep your body in a natural environment boosting regeneration and self-healing book a free consultation email info at prc-tec.com
0: and visit somavedic.ae
1: talk wellness with Anja.
0: So the next method that I want to talk about is that self-care is selfish. Self-care is not selfish Mm -hmm. because if you are not at your best, then how will you be able to help others? Especially for working moms where they come to me and say, I want to be there for my kids. I want to take care of my kids, but I'm so tired. That's when it's very important that what kind of message are you sending to your kids? They want to see a tired mom loving mom 100% but do do you really want them to see you tired so self-care is not selfish self-care is necessary to be able to love people around you to take care of people around you but it starts from the inside so now at this one.
3: moment I also want to say selfish is not so bad Because unless you have this self-love and self-interest, you cannot have self-care. Like what you're saying, it's necessary Mm -hmm. to be selfish. Mm -hmm. And I know there is a taboo around this word that, oh, don't be selfish. But unless you can fill your cup, like you said, you can't pour out to anybody else. Mm -hmm. So I would say selfish is neither good or bad. Selfish is needed if you want to put yourself as a priority. What's wrong in being selfish?
0: So that's how people should reframe the definition of what selfish is. Because it's being... um, Demonstrated or talked about as if it's a bad thing mm. it's not a bad thing
3: and I don't know a single <laughs> human I want you to point out one human to me who's not selfish
0: oh you won't find that there guy. is not a single I'll human I'll pay money to meet him
3: <laughs> there's not a single human even if you think of um, you know greats like Mother Teresa or somebody they wanted to increase their she wanted to increase uh, the love she had in her heart for her God so it was a selfish reason 100%. through which she did great work with the lepers and with the children and with um, everybody else. But it was her uh, self-love or selfishness in a way for her connection to her God. So even if you say Mother Teresa was not selfish, I'm like, how, 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 how can you that say possible? that? They, I don't think there was a single human. Uh, I, I, I haven't met anybody. And if you can prove us wrong, uh, leave a comment, <laughs> send us a message. <laughs> Do you know anybody who's not selfish? And then they say, Mother's love. Right. It's the most unconditional love and it's not selfish, but it's not true because a mother brought a child to the world for her own joy. People who don't want children don't want that joy of having a child. The people who want that joy, that's a selfish need. I want the joy of being a parent. I want the joy of bringing somebody up. I want the joy of legacy, my family name being carried on. I want the joy of helping another human grow and having a baby toddler in the house. And I want the joy. It's a selfish need. So selfish is good.
0: Selfish is good, guys. Selfish is good. Okay, great. I agree.
3: What's your next myth?
0: The next myth is that self-care is not for everybody. Why would I need to sel- take uh, care of myself? I'm taking care of everyone around me. They're happy. I'm happy. It doesn't work that way. We all have the right to take care of ourselves, to practice self-care at the best way we know of. That will create a balanced and healthy life. But again... Your definition, you get to define that what self care is for me. Because You're saying
3: every human's definition of what is self care for me is individualistic.
0: 100%, because what works for you, for example, might, might not work for me. So it's not a one size fits all. Uh, plus, it's all about preferences, it's all about personalities. Mm. We have introverts, extroverts, ambiverts, and lots of other um, differences. The beauty of it is each person is unique in its own way, so your self care practices should be as unique as you are. Very true, you know. So that's uh, another myth self care is for everybody, starting from kids to teenagers to grown-ups so your is your suggestion
3: then don't spend so much time over obsessing with self-care make it such an easy part of your life and that it should be mm-hmm. coming naturally to you like you said today uh, it's your lifestyle that's 100%. what it should be it should 100%. just be something natural
0: yeah yeah, yeah yeah and sometimes self-care is just doing the small things going for a walk uh, hugging a friend Going for coffee on the beach, uh, reading a book because you haven't been reading that. So and this works so for you
3: because this is self care for you. But yes, somebody else I'm, it I'm might of be course something I'm else. I'm
0: talking from my experience. So that takes us to another myth, which is self care is expensive. Hmm. I I can't afford self care now. I can't. Okay, do the small things. Do the things that come for free. Nature and life has given us such. An abundant library of experiences and activities and things we can do to take care of ourselves
3: for free that's what they say all the best things in the world are for free yeah. whether it's a sunset or the beach or I a know, park right? or a flower <laughs>
0: people I believe they have to define their own self-care learn who you are learn your about your needs set your priorities right And act accordingly.
3: Amazing. Let's spend a moment talking about boundaries
0: because boundaries
3: are key to self-care.
0: It's my favorite topic ever. So boundaries, it's a two-letter word, no. It starts from there and it's a full sentence.
3: Or a three-letter word, yes.
0: There you go. But when, when we say boundaries, the first thing that comes to mind is how can I say no? How do I tell people that this is not working for me? And I don't want to do that thing without hurting their feelings, you know? So boundaries gives you more space and more capacity to live your life the way you want. And at the same time, you teach people how to respect that need, respect that boundary and respect that, okay, so that person, I can't call him after 9pm.
3: Why is it that many people find it difficult to exercise boundaries?
0: They think, of course, it's their reality that people might get offended or people might be upset for me, or what if they stopped hanging out with me if I keep setting boundaries? So it's it's coming from a place of lack lack. Either lack of self care or either lack of confidence or it's coming from a place where I wanna please everyone mm. around me so they can love me more. So it's all
3: And and you're speaking from experience because you told me you were a people pleaser oh, and this was you. Yeah.
0: I was a people pleaser I was someone who didn't care about herself it's everyone comes before me always because I came that I came to learn that okay no wait a second I'm getting a burnout, why should I go to the hospital because of a burnout or a breakdown and people are okay and happy. No way, that doesn't work that way. That's right. And to be very honest, my dad's suicide taught me more than this. Mm. You know that, okay, wait a second, he was taking care of his family. What about his needs? Why didn't we learn about the symptoms of a depressed man? Why didn't we ask him? what are your needs that's doesn't make sense
3: and nobody asked him not just you as a daughter but nobody asked him. i would
0: ask but i was a kid so how are you feeling today or how are you doing today i'm fine it ends there okay boundaries is also coming out of self-respect and self-love you respect yourself so much that you're not gonna take on your tray anything that is not serving you why would you do that
3: now i love this testimony of yours because i kept keep telling people like for example if you were a smoker and you stopped smoking you have a bigger testimony than somebody like me who's never smoked yeah. right so similarly uh, somebody like you who now identifies that you were a people pleaser but now you've put boundaries that's such a great testimony compared to me I was privileged to be born into a yogic and Vedic family okay. and the mm-hmm. essence is that I said no to anything that didn't align with me mm-hmm. even when I was a child you know and so this is great that you're bringing this out because when I say this it's not such a strong testimony saying boundaries because for me it's something I take for granted not a single day of my life have I done something that's not aligned with who I am or what I want to do, yeah, you yeah, know. So yeah. this testimony is great. So thanks for sharing that.
0: Thank you, thank you for giving me the space to do that because I encourage people to change the perception that this is who I am and I can't do anything about it. Oh my god! How does thinks. somebody do that?
3: How does somebody change that perception? Well, it
0: starts from accepting that there is something to be changed. That's right. Getting over uh, denial. It's, and it's um, it's not linear. Whether it was healing or boundaries or self-care or self-love No, there are days when you have to love yourself 10 times more than the usual days And there are days where you're okay with just any simple task Mm. So acceptance, uh, awareness, acceptance And then action, take action Whatever that might be Working with an expert or just doing your research And taking one simple step at a time
1: Talk Wellness with Anjan.
0: This episode is powered by Soma Vedic.
2: Designed to keep your body in a natural environment, boosting regeneration and self-healing. Book a free consultation. Email info at prc-dec.com and visit somavedic.ae. Talk
1: Wellness with Anjan.
3: Yeah, there is a myth that if you indulge in too much self-care, it results in inaction and laziness.
0: That's pretty common one, yes. No, it doesn't mean that at all. Once you challenge that assumption and realize or accept that self-care could also be more success, more professional growth, more money in your bank account, then you would want to create that harmony and do what's best for you. Self-care is not lazy, is not in action or just sitting on the couch. It's much more than that.
3: Let's spend a few moments talking about your male clients because you're also men's mental health coach. Yes. And wh- wh- what are the most common problems men come to you with?
0: Not talking about what's going on on the inside, uh, thinking that either no one cares or they don't have the outlet to put in their stressors and what's what's bothering them. So that's the number one issue. The longer they wait to talk about it, the worse it develops things for them like hmm. depression, like negative feelings. So that would be the number one common issue is that men are not used to talking, which ended up by, by them not being comfortable to talk about it.
3: And also things like men shouldn't cry and other myths. This like
0: whole man up culture, which inspired my, my show's name, don't be a man about it. Hmm. Do not be a man about it. Be a real man and cry. Be a real man and talk about your feelings. Be a real man and take care of your well-being and mental health as powerful as you do with your kids and your wife and your family members or whatever it is. Be a real man and love yourself.
3: That's right. Now these are things I ask every single guest of mine. What what is the worst advice that you have ever got?
0: Oh, that's a good one. Uh just drop it. Whatever uh, this is not for you.
3: Okay. That's and the, the worst best, advice. And the best advice you've ever got.
0: The best advice I ever got was from my dad, which is even if the whole world fought against you and you know that you're right, stay there.
3: Amazing. What are the best resources that have helped you along the way in your journey?
0: My mentors. you want to name some of them? Patricia Namur was one of them. She is in Lebanon, and she was one of the most powerful mentors in my life because she basically helped me to transform from... My dad's death until today.
3: Amazing. What do you wish you'd known 10 years ago?
0: Life could be simpler than this.
3: Okay, I like that. For your great-great-grandchildren, what's the wisdom you want to pass on to them?
0: I don't know if I'm going to have great-great-great-grandchildren, but I would want them to have a balanced, peaceful life and not go through all the traumas and all the baggage that we had to carry.
3: I call this daily routines. Name one thing that you do every single day without fail.
0: Ah, meditation.
3: I call this pursuit of relaxation. What are your thoughts on happiness?
0: It's, it, comes, it comes from within. It comes from within.
3: I call this stress buster. Five ways or tips that you have to get rid of stress.
0: Ah, music, uh, dancing, uh, ice cream, talking with a friend, uh, watching comedy shows.
3: I feel you can go with five more.
0: I can, yeah. <laughs> um, playing with a dog. Uh, Going for a walk or for a boxing class. Um, What else? Yoga. uh, Affirmations. uh, What else? Yeah, watching a movie with a bowl of ice cream.
3: Super. I call this shipwreck. If you had to be shipwrecked on a deserted island Mm -hmm. and food, clothing, shelter, everything was taken care of. What are the two items you'd carry with you?
0: Uh... A book, but it won't be enough for how long I'm gonna stay there.
3: <laughs> <laughs> okay, a book, and then. But
0: something to read, uh, a journal to write.
3: Okay, a book and a journal. Yeah, cool. A book and journal. I call this "wear Anjan's mm-hmm. footwear." If you could step into my footwear, what would you have asked yourself that I didn't ask you?
0: Hmm. Well, basically, you covered everything, Anjan. <laughs> <right then>, so <laughs> I can't think of something. Maybe I would have wanted you to ask me, "What does, what do people not know about you?"
3: Okay, what do people not know about you? <laughs>
0: Oh, I don't know how to ride a bicycle, and it's on my list. It has been on my list for the last four or five years.
3: And why? Why is it getting delayed?
0: Uh, I fell twice, and to be honest, I'm resisting it. But um, yeah it's it's i don't know but you're it's the kind
3: who falls down seven times gets up eight gets up
0: eight and ten times more you're right you're right i'm i replaced that activity with ice skating and rollerblades
3: and you so fell down seven times and you got two up eight. times okay. two <laughs>
0: times i count it. <laughs> cool
3: before we let you go uh um, what's your like final advice for everybody listening
0: please love yourself if you are a loving person, which I know that you are, uh, the amount of love that you're giving to other people, to other living beings, do that to yourself and see how your life is going to be different.
3: If you had one motto or a quote that you've written down somewhere, maybe on your phone or on mm. your mirror, what is that? Can you share that with us?
0: So I have one uh, thing hanged on my, um, on my wall, which is I take care of myself so I can take better care of others.
3: Beautiful. And this is the essence of our talk today
0: Yeah <laughs> So I have it I'm going to send you the picture today Yeah That's
3: amazing Thank you so yeah. much for joining Thank us you. on Talk Wellness Thank
0: you It's such a it's such a pleasure So I hope it answered all of the questions Thank you Thank you that
1: about that time. The Talk Wellness Hour With Anjan Wellness is more than just physical health, physical health. Physical health. It's your total well-being Find out how to have a healthy, balanced life. Have a healthy body through exercise, nutrition and engage the world through learning, problem solving and creativity. Talk wellness with Anja.
2: This episode is powered by Soma Vedic. Soma Vedic brings the positive elements of nature to your home. You no longer have to wait to go to nature to escape the ill effects of electrosmog and to recharge. Soma Vedic is equipped with precious stones that use their energy to enhance your sleep quality. It also helps to restructure water molecules which can reduce the amount of free radicals in your body. Book a free consultation for your home with our experts. Email to info at prc-tec.com Visit somavedik.ae Soma feel better, live better.
1: Talk Wellness with Anjan
3: I want to take a moment to thank you from the bottom of my heart for listening to this episode and I'd like to remind you that the perspectives that we shared on this show are of my guest and myself only and you should evaluate if it works for you before making it yours. Always consult your own doctor, therapist and healer before you make any drastic life changes and we would love it if you could share this podcast link with your friends, your family, your circles and talk about it. That's why we call this series Talk Wellness. We need your support to get the conversation around well-being to be a more prominent one. I would love to connect with you across social media. Look for Meditate with Anjan on Instagram, Facebook and YouTube. And also, please leave a review. This will help us grow. Our next episode is episode 26 and it features yoga teacher and meditation master, Lena, And she's going to be talking about how befriending pain is essential for your well-being. Thank you so much for listening and for your love. Stay relaxed. Namaste.
1: Talk wellness with Anjan.